You know, on November 8th, a month after the war broke out in Israel, one of the a man that his wife and his three and his two children were hostages in Gaza went to speak in the European Union, European Parliament. And um, his name is Roni Asher, Yoni Asher, that was his name. He went to speak there because not only his wife and two children were hostages, they are also, I think, German citizens. And he spoke, when he spoke the very, he gave a speech from his heart. He spoke in the European, in front of the whole parliament. And then when he finished, when he finished, he stood up, put one hand on his, on his head, one, one hand in his eyes, and he said, Shema Israel, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. He gave an announcement, a strong announcement. And he sat down, they all were, they were shocked. And the f- last week, the first group that came out from Gaza, the hostages, mm-hmm. were his wife and two children. Mm. The first group. I'm telling you, it's a fact. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even know if any other group reunited a full family in, the, in one time. Right. That was in two times, but not in one time. Mm-hmm. He, well, he came out with his, two, his, his wife and two children reunited with them the first night. On the Friday night, they were in, last, last Friday night, basically, a week ago. Mm-hmm. That reminded me, this Shema Israel reminded me a story. This Shabbos is going to be Yutes Kislev, the 19th of Kislev. 225 years ago, the Alter Rebbe, the first Chabad Rebbe, was in jail during this period of time, between Sibchas Torah and the 19th of Kislev. Why was, and he was in jail because he was uh, other Jews reported him to the government that he's trying to do a revolution against the Tsar, a rebellion against the Tsar. And he was sitting in jail. One of, uh, one of the ministers came to visit him. And he was impressed with the Rebbe. And he asked him, Alter Rebbe was the first Chabad Rebbe. He, he, was, uh, he established the Chabad movement. It was the Baal Shem Tov, the founder of the Hasidic movement, then his disciple, the Magid of Mezrich. He, was, he spread the Hasidic movement, and then it became branches. And the Alter Rebbe started the branch of Chabad. His name was Rabshni Zalman of Liadi. In any case, this, the, the minister asked him, Rebbe, can I ask you a question, a biblical question? I said, sure. He says, I learned in the Bible in the beginning. I don't know how much he learned the Bible, but the beginning he learned. Says I read the story, read the story there that God, after Adam and Eve ate from the tree of knowledge, God is asking, is when he speaks to, to Adam, he says, Where are you? Ayeka, where are you? And he's asking the Rebbe, God does know where man is? <laughs> What's going on here? He tells him, You know, the regular the answer is what Rashi says, the regular commentators, they say that it was a way to start a, a conversation. You know, you don't, when you call somebody on the phone, why, why people don't want to use text messages? Because they don't like this little conversation. You cannot say, oh, I need you to do this. How are you? What's going on? And then you, yeah. it was a way to start a conversation. He tells the Rebbe, Rebbe, I know the answer. I'm looking for your answer. Mm-hmm. He told them, the Rebbe looks at him, he tells them, do you believe that the Torah is relevant in every time, in every place, with, by every person? He said, yes. Says God is asking every person, 
Where are you? What have you accomplished? We God created you in the world. That you fulfilled your purpose. That you did any good, any good thing to other people. And then the Rebbe turned to him and he told them his age. I think he was 53 years old. And he told them, you're 53 years old. God wants to, he's asking you, where are you in the world? That you did something good for somebody else. This minister got so taken by the answer and by this that the Rebbe knew his age without him never him telling him. He became his chassid in jail. A while later, he tells the Rebbe, Rebbe, I, I want to do you a favor. What do you need? Does he know my family doesn't know that I'm alive, if I'm alive or not? No, there was no mm-hmm. rules. In, in, in Russian, right. you were taken away, even today. You take yeah. away, go, go look for answers. Right. I, want them to let, I want to let them know that I'm alive. He says, uh, said, but sure, how, uh, how should I, how should I know? He says, I want you to go and find, there is a chosid in, in, in St. Petersburg. You should meet him, and I want you, you should tell him that I, give him the message. He says, Rabbi, how am I going to know who is your, your opponent or your favorite? They all look the same. He says, before I left, before I was arrested, I turned to my brother-in-law, and I told him, you should go right now to St. Petersburg. And I know that this man, he was wearing a strange coat, and I know him, he left right away, he didn't even go home. He's going around with the same coat. Go and look for a guy and with the same coat and you will meet him. He went, tell a story, he told him, he saw him one time, and he found him. He looked at him and made him like this, like, go after me. He started, he was driving with his, with his carriage, mm-hmm. And he went into his house, and the chassid stood outside to see what happened. And then he fell out from the from 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 the wall, from the window, some type of a watermelon or another type of food. He knew it's for him. Mm-hmm. He ran, he took it, he picked it up, he ran away to the chassidim. They opened it. Inside was a note. It was the handwriting of the Alter Rebbe. They knew they recognized the Rebbe. And it was written on this line, was written one line. Shema Israel Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad. He didn't want to write his name because if it falls to the wrong end, mm-hmm. we are in trouble. That he, but in what not only he wanted to tell him that he's alive, he wanted to give them a message. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, we're going to make it. Shema Israel, we, we will survive it. Why was the Rebbe in jail? A civic movement came to the world about 300 years ago. At that time, Jews in Eastern Europe, mainly in Ukraine, Poland, all these places, the poverty was unbearable. That created a situation. People did not have money to pay tuition for the children's school. There was no organized schools like today. It was, you had a Melamed, a teacher, you want to, you teach your kids, he teaches 10, 10 kids. You want to teach your kids, pay him, pay him on the spot. Most of the people couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. The generations grew up of complete ignorance. Mm-hmm. They know how to read in any language, not Hebrew, not, not, any, not the city, not the, the language of the country. They were good people, great people, but knew nothing. Mm-hmm. Then the other end, there was the elite, the people who had the money, who gave the kids good education. Uh, created two societies within the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. The elite, the establishment, the rabbis, 
the rabbis, the leaders, the heads of the federations, and most of the people who don't even know how to read. Can you imagine how the rest of the people felt? Like, how devastated, how felt depressed. It was poverty, it was, it was nothing to look forward to. Came the Baal Shem Tov, and he started to tell the world, the Jewish people, guys, God loves you as much as he loves the elite. God is a father, a parent loves all his kids. Not only the smart kids, sometimes he actually likes the less smart kids more than the smart kids. Right? And the same thing is, uh, is uh, the same thing is God, is our father in heaven. He loves every child. He loves you. You're just as good as the, as, as the, as the great scholars. And he brought joy and happiness and hope to the Jews. He says, God loves your prayers. God, when God sees you doing each other a favor, he loves it. He gives you such much joy. They didn't like it. They liked the idea that they are in top and the rest of them are in the bottom. They didn't want to lose the leadership, the power. Mm-hmm. And little by little, it started to create a resentment against the Hasidic movement. I went, there was one generation, the Baal Shem Tov, and the second generation, the Magid of Mezrich, who made it bigger and stronger. Mm-hmm. He really established the Hasidic movement. He had many disciples. He sent every disciple, to, like Shluchim, to a different part of the, of the world. Then came the third generation, the Alter Rebbe. He went to the Vilnas to spread Judaism, to spread Hasidism there, where the elite was living, all the great scholars of the anti-Hasidic movement. And he was very successful with the young people. They didn't like it, and they, that was too much already. You're coming to my territory. They decided to report against him to the, to the Tsar that he's trying to come, create a revolution, to rebel against the Tsar. He's behaving like a king, you know. People have said they are respecting the Rebbe very much, and he's trying to make to become like his own Tsar. The Tsar was a paranoid Meshuganer. He heard, he heard somebody, somebody wants to rebel against them. He right away arrested them. They, after Simchas Torah showed up in Biliadi, a big carriage, a black carriage of, for the worst enemies of the Tsar, and he was arrested. He was in jail for 53 days, mm-hmm. from after Simchas Torah until Yutes Kislev. And then... And that was in interrogations, and he finally convinced convinced the the his interrogators and the minister that is nothing against the government. Story goes, the Alter Rebbe told the story that when he was in jail, his rebbe's came to visit him, the Baal Shem Tov and the Magid. I don't know how they looked like, but he came to visit them, and he asked them, rebbe's, why 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 am I sitting in jail? What I did wrong? Why God put me in jail? What's going on? I'm trying to spread Hasidus. I'm trying to do what you ask for me. That they told him because you're spreading it too much and too publicly. Secrets of the Torah, they have to be a little more contained. That they asked him, when I leave, when I come out from jail, should I, continue, should I stop? Told him, no, the moment you broke it through, you gave your life for this, go even bigger and stronger. And they told him he's going to go out from jail. And when he came out of jail on the 19th of Kislev, in the Chabad uh, lingo, terminology, there is, it's called before, Saint, before Peter Peter book and after Peter book. Before St. Peter's book. 
Before St. Petersburg is one level of Hasidicism, and after Petersburg was a whole new different level. Then Chabad started to flourish and go public and have hundreds of thousands of followers and they're going strong until today. It's all started after Petersburg. I believe that with this war that started also on Simchas Torah and now the hostages are going out and so far is a ceasefire. God willing should continue. That will also be the same thing the fights where there was in Israel, this is the past. It's going to start a new life for the Jewish people in Israel, in the diaspora. There is an awakening for the Jewish people and a desire to be united and to be more Jewish that was never before. At least we don't remember, I don't remember in my lifetime such an awakening to the, of the Jewish people to Yiddishkeit, such a closeness. And... This, this is going to, and just as by the Alter Rebbe, after he came out from jail, it started a whole new, took a whole new level of success. Mm-hmm. It will start a new level of awakening and strength and of the Jewish people all over the world and in Israel that will be much higher than ever anything was before. And eventually with this unity, we'll bring the Moshiach.